Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antya 4, I think, it's either 3 or 4, I think it's 4, text 248. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Shloka Vande E Mata Kariyastavana Dandavat Hoya Prabhu Dharma Sanatana The Lord who establishes religious principles offered obeisances and recited verses in this way. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmutamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitamyena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dati Sapadantikam Pancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Srivas Adigor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Sri Govardhan It's at night here. Um, tomorrow's a codice. So I took dinner. So pray for me that I don't fall asleep during the class. Um, relishing being here in Govardhan. It's, it's a very nice Prabhupada community, follows a Prabhupada community here. Um, which is really nice. It's not an institution, but it's just wonderful devotees that um, exchange devotion. I'm very fortunate to be here. In fact, every day Bhakti began Maharaj, um, wonderful Vaishnava. He insists that I take lunch with him. And it's really great because they have one, his disciples cook very simple, but very nice. And then they hire one Rijabasi lady with one of those little clay stoves and she makes, I think they're called 
Bhadra rotis. It's a kind of like wheat. It's not buckwheat, but it's it's quite nice, healthy. Um, and I give class in the evening to a few people every day. What I like doing now is is reading and commenting on on Krishna book. We were up. We were. Up today, we got up to the part, we're just following progressively, but we just have to get up to the rasa dance and seeing Prabhupada's expertise in communication so that we don't misunderstand the pastimes of Radha Krishna in a prejudicial way. Prejudice means that you judge something not by what it is, but by a previous experience of something similar that you've generalized. Sarada and Krishna, boy and girl, but Prabhupada makes great length to explain that it's so much different, like gold and iron. They're both metals, but one has so much more value. So they're both forms of intense romantic exchange, but Radha and Krishna is under yoga maya upasrita, we were discussing this word. Yoga maya is that energy which helps bring you closer to God and, and facilitates your conceptions and ideas to come closer to God. And maya maya, the external energy, is that which brings you further from God and creates the illusion that I am not a part of God, but I'm separate from God. So, yeah, we're reading about that energy. And, and therefore, the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, although they have particular forms, the consciousness is love of Godhead. The, the forms that we relate with a certain type of lust or selfishness in the world, those forms in a spiritual sense are meant for the, the consciousness of, of satisfaction when your happiness comes from the happiness of another. That's, that's the spiritual consciousness. The ultimate reality we say is love, rasa vaisaha. And what else could that ultimate reality be if we, if we believe in God, but something selfless and pure? So anyway, we, we read that and, and that's what we're doing now. And uh, I just really feel this is a great place to be. With wonder, And what makes a place wonderful is, is, is not the, it's the place but to access the place, you have to associate with the people who can do so. So you really find some really people who really are saints. They've really just given themselves to God and they're completely dedicated to Prabhupada. One of, it's not exactly my neighbor, but she's three minutes away. There's this, this, this lady. She has practically a menagerie in her house. 
And every day she goes out to a different, this is really centrally located. And every day with, with 15, 20 devotees, she goes out to a, a particular place in, in, in Vrindavan, a village. And when they get out, all they do is they clean the place, they paint the deities, they bring clothes for the deities. They have a medicine kit, anybody who is sick, they just come and serve. Every place they go, they just serve. And, 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 and the people call her the yoga maya, the spiritual energy of Vrindavan. So it, it's just so nice, uh, the people and, and, and um, so I'm, I'm kind of happy here in that way. Um, now we're up to the part with Lord Chaitanya. He took sannyas and I think we've been following him for a while. And, and, and the traditional sannyas Yasa means renunciation, son means complete. Lord Chaitanya wanted to dedicate himself fully without any encumbrances. So he took complete renunciation, but to dedicate himself to his mission. And Lord Chaitanya has an internal cause and an external cause, the external cause, the internal cause is why he came for himself to experience, to experience love of Godhead from the perspective of the devotee to become complete. Because there's no, there's no meaning to God without the term supreme enjoyer. Because if you have all power, you're going to be happy. But the purity of your enjoyment is important and God enjoys love. But to enjoy love fully, you can't only enjoy it from the perspective of God or the beloved, but you have to enjoy it from the perspective of the devotees or the lover. So that's the internal mission that he came for himself. The external mission is to um, give that love to others. So that's, we're in the Antyalila and he's gonna concentrate on that or he's gonna concentrate on the internal thing. Uh, uh, there's two things. And we all should have this in our consciousness. It's, it's taste and distribute. We should have an experience and we should want to give that experience. That's what faith means. Faith means um, unflinching trust in something sublime. So we should have faith, faith in the sublimity of Krishna consciousness and some experience of it, maybe not fully, but maybe at times. And then um, excuse me, then wanting to give it. Compassion means that you feel for someone's suffering, but true compassion means you have to know what the cause of suffering is. 
and what real suffering is and the greatest suffering. The greatest suffering is the one of consciousness, not just body, unless it, how it affects the consciousness. It's consciousness. It, it, it's depression, it's disconnection. And therefore, one who really wants to distribute Krishna consciousness experiences that connection, experiences that energy. Our goal is experience. Piyogen is experience. And what's the experience? When you realize God, you feel God. And what is that feeling of God? It's feeling your relationship with God. And I always gave the simple example, seeing a calf and a cow, there's no intellectual, this is a cow and I'm a calf. And I, it's just a, a, an energy that's there. And it's the same thing. Once you realize God, just as much as the calf and the cow feel that energy, a particular relationship, we feel that relationship with God. And because it's love and it's the highest pleasure and it's God's pleasure, what can be higher pleasure than the pleasure of God, what God enjoys, which is love, pure love, then there's a natural impetus to want to give that. A natural impetus to want to give that. I'm writing in my Monday morning greetings called Sadhu, Sadhus of Govardhan, but there's kind of a, I, I, this is Sadhu. He, he just, he's a French Canadian devotee. He, he, you know, he's a follower of Prabhupada. And he lived by Govardhan Hill with nothing for many, many, I don't know, 25, 30, 40, with nothing. Just his faith. Just his faith. Understanding that love of Godhead is such a great thing that any sacrifice that you perform to get it is a, is a bargain. That's real faith. That's real trust. And there must be some experience. So some of the people I know, they, 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 they go to his kirtans or they go to him for advice or something. He's a very nice saint. So... Um, I, I heard he was going to be, uh, some people I know, they told me, I said, okay, I'll, I'll go. He's going to be doing Kirtan at the Radha Govinda Mandir in, in Govardhan Hill, in, in Radha Kund. So I came into the Mandir and then I went to the deities. And then I felt this hug and it was uh, this person, that he knows me. And he hugged and then he hugged and he hugged. And I saw he, he's gonna do it forever unless I let go. So I kind of slackened up. And then I kind of asked him, you know, you, you and it, cause he then from that place, Kusum Sarovar, he lived in Radha Kud for so many, so many years. So many, so many years on faith. And, uh, I asked him, uh, I asked him, um, I heard you're in Vrindavan now. Uh, how come you used to be in Radha Kun? And then he said, it was kind of irony. He said, well, 
Um, everyone here already got the books. <laughs> so I assume he's been distributing Prabhupada's books in Radhakund. And now he's, and he said, also I'm preaching. Uh, he said, I'm going to Punjab. And, and so I, I think it was really nice because it's an example of someone who cultivated his spiritual life so intensely for so many years. So intensely for so many years with that kind of faith that the goal is so wonderful that anything I undergo is a small price for it. So I like that by, it's nice, you know, we share to also develop ourselves, but in full development ourselves, we also want to share. So it's so nice to see he's actually leaving Radhakund and he's going and and, and, and that confirms what Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, Jiva Doi, Krishna Nam, Sarva Dharma Sar. The essence of all religion is Jiva Doi, compassion for others. Jiva Doi, Krishna Nam, but by giving them spiritual life. Because that's the greatest gift. The greatest gift is, 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 is a higher consciousness. The greatest gift is a higher consciousness. So anyway, that's kind of nice. So anyway, Lord Chaitanya, he, he's taking sannyas and he's traveling and, and somehow or other he, he, he goes to Vrindavan and now he, he stops in Shantipur, which is near Navadweep, where his mother lives. And somehow they are summing his mother who is in great separation from him. And, and when he sees his mother, he offers just so many prayers and pays his obeisances. So on one level, this is the mother of God, the Supreme Mother. But on the other hand, it, it, it's, it's, it's mother. And therefore it says here that um, dharma sanatana, dandavat, by paying obeisances, hoy, he, he, prabhu, uh, dharma sanatana, and shloka vande, by, by, by reciting verses uh, in this way, he's dharma sanatana, he's establishing dharma. And of course, honor thy mother and, and, and father. Other than mother and father. And mother, it's interesting. Why in India, people don't understand, why do they worship the cow? Why do they worship the cow? Because the cow just takes some grass and gives milk. And then in India, no, we know the cow dung, they dry it and it becomes the best fuel. The cow urine is actually a medicine that cures the liver. It, so it's, it's just giving, giving, giving. So that principle of mother, Lord Chaitanya is also honoring. 
because mother means giving. And that anugraha or affection, that anugraha or affection combined with the protective figure that sets the boundaries, you need both things for a strong mind. Because a strong mind can control and express emotions. So the expression of the emotions, I think, comes from the mother and the love that she gives. And the control of the emotion gives from the protective figure and the boundaries they give. So I, I've spoken about it. So it creates a strong mind. Creates a strong mind. And Krishna Bhai Eka Pitri Matri Guru Bhakti Karibari Dariye Emato Karishati. Who other than Krishna has the potency to display such devotion to a father, mother, or superior? Respect. Respect for the position or the post is important. Otherwise, you, 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 you're just always calculating. I know this story of one ashram in Vrindavan, Tatiyastan, I've taken people there, where they live like the sadhus lived there four, about 500 years ago. And I knew one person there from the outside, because they're all sadhus that live there. And he was involved with them. And they told when one guru left, the next person was about 85 years old. So he refused. He said, and, and so they named the Pujari, who was a young man, as the next Acharya. In their position, the Acharya represents God. So he has ultimate authority. So there was a question, should he do it or not? But the man told me they decided that it's not, it's not just the person, it's the post. It's a seat. Acharyamam vijanayam navamanyeta karcha. Five hundred, five thousand years ago, is it? Uh, whatever, thousands of years ago, this verse is spoken by Krishna. We should worship the acharya as my very self, navamanyeta karcha, and don't envy him. But the commentators say it doesn't just refer to the spiritual master in a proper society. It represents the elders who represent, in other words, a proper society, it's not whim. People represent God by representing the traditions and wisdom teachings. And it's expected as someone becomes older, he's had time to assimilate and apply and therefore has realization or wisdom. And therefore that the respect, respect is the affection that goes to one above and mercy or nukraha or kindness is coming from above to below. So that kind of exchange is essential for human life. In a proper society, then 
That's why religion was so important because it, it was keeping together the, the moral fabric of society. It was, that's where it was kind of kept. And of course, things become perverted, institutions had problems, but the principle was there. That one grows up in an environment where people have standards and they represent truths. And that when the psychology of your respect for them creates a channel where, 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 where they give you their mercy in the form of their knowledge or teachings. I, I, you know, I always reflect on the mercy of Prabhupada and I, I kind of tell it, it's kind of a humorous story. My father was born in, in Brooklyn, so he has that kind of culture and he wasn't so happy when I initially came to Krishna consciousness. Um, but then one day, you know, he, 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 he looked at me and he said, you know, I have three sons. This is like a, he said, you're the only one with his head screwed on, right? So I was just thinking, have a younger brother, have an older brother, really what's the difference? The difference is that connection I have to a wisdom tradition. I'm not speculating my way around life and trying to figure out as I, that's the whole point. The whole point of humility is there's something higher than our opinions and desires. There's actually an absolute truth that's universal and represented. And how healthy it is when, when, when a society is connected to that and people are trained in that and they're brought up in that and therefore respect and faith with so much encouraged because that's how the society would, how, how the traditions, the knowledge, the wisdom would be carried down So what a, what a tragedy when, when you no longer have that kind of culture and tradition. So Lord Chaitanya is representing it. His mother's coming. He's paying obeisances. He's glorifying her. And with Shakti, Krishna by a Pitra Matra Guru Bhakti, who, who he's displaying this, this devotion to Pitra Matra Guru, to Mother, Father, Guru. I, I, you know, I just recall, you know, this, I told, when I first came to Vrindavan and I was working for a principal and he was a very accomplished Indian man. And he, you know, he had a master's in a PhD in Hindi, a master's in Sanskrit, millionaire businessman, a master artist, a, a yogi. And he had a, a, a degree in filmmaking from the University of Southern California in 1950. And when the teacher would walk in the room, he would stand up and, and fold his hands. <laughs> Who knows what the habits of the teacher was? but he was trained in that the culture of respect 
to keep the conduit of the heart open to the mercy that's supposed to come in the traditions of those who are, are, are ahead of you in life. So Lord Chaitanya is kind of displaying that. If the servant of the servant of the servant, he it says, Koti dasa dasera ye sambandha tamara, Sejana prana hoita valaba amar. If the servant of the servant of the servant of a million times removed is related to you, he is more dear to me than my own life. Because that kind of serve dasa 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 anudasa, the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant. It has kind of a conception that it becomes more and more selfless in one sense, it becomes more and more selfless. It's just like there's gopis that serve Radharani and then there's Manjari's that serve, there's Radharani who serves Krishna and there's gopis who serve Krishna, and then there's gopis who serve gopis to serve Krishna. So very, very selfless and very, very pure. And also there's, there's a sense of gratitude. One of Krishna's qualities is gratitude. And, and, and the example was given of, 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 of what he said to Draupadi. Draupadi was being dis, disrobed in, in the, in, in, in the in, in, she was being disrobed in the assembly of the Karvas. And she was holding on to a sari and she saw they were pulling it to disrobe her. How embarrassing. And she just put her hands up and said, Govinda. And Krishna said to her, because you have chanted my name once, I am eternally grateful. So God is grateful because he's a person and, and, and a person reciprocates in love. We say Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. That means he's the embodiment of love. And if he's the embodiment of, of, of love or, or if God is the supreme object of love and love is his enjoyment, he must also love because you enjoy love most from the people you love. <laughs> so if God's, if God's pleasure is prema, love from his devotees, he must have love for his devotees. So he says, if one is servant of servants, it's the consciousness, not the locus. It's the consciousness. This is another example that our separation from God is not a physical distance, it's consciousness. It's not a distance to go to God, it's another dimension. And God reciprocates, Krishna is responsive. The whole idea of bhakti, it's a voice in the heart that wants to serve, that God hears and he reciprocates. He makes the arrangement. Prabhupada called that the transcendental system. God is in your heart. 
God is hearing your prayers. And when you are sincere in your prayers, then he reciprocates with you. So it's the consciousness. It does servant of the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant. That's a material conception of distance. That's not a spiritual conception of distance. The spiritual conception of distance is distance in consciousness. Just like I gave this example many times that, that there's one devotee of, 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 of Lord Chaitanya and his brother was an impersonalist. Initially, he became a devotee later. And Gopinathacharya, his brother-in-law, his sister was married to Sarvabhamba Bhattacharya and they're with Lord Chaitanya. And he looks at Sarvabhamba Bhattacharya. He said, even though the Supreme Lord is standing right before you, you cannot see him because you think of yourself as a separate and independent God. So serving of the servant is, you become closer if, 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 if it purifies the mood of service. Because there can be an ego. I'm sure, uh, I see this sometimes with Guru. I'm the top disciple. I'm the number one. I'm in the front. Prabhupada, you know, when he, when, when, he, when he came into San Francisco and all the devotees naturally were eager to see him. He would ask, why, where is Jayananda? Where is Jayananda? He's working. He never went up front. But when he passed away from this world, Prabhupada put him on the Vaishnav calendar. So it's consciousness. Bara eka ye jana toma kariba smarana tarakabu nahi beka samsara bandana. So he's still speaking about his mother. If a person remembers you even once, he will never be entangled in material bondage. Ganga and Tulsi are known to purify everyone, but even they are purified by your touch. I have no ability to repay you for the affection you displayed while maintaining me. You can't repay the mother who maintained. And, and, and this thing of maintenance, it's also not a material consciousness. What is our, our, our word for surrender is not exactly surrender. It's sharanagati. We go for shelter. And shelter is the place where your needs can be met. And what is the greatest need? It's, it's the need for love. And it's the most important thing you can receive when you're younger because it develops the strength of your mind and your happiness and your, and your satisfaction. So Lord Chaitanya is recognizing this. His mother gave him love. She maintained him. Maintenance of, of, of the six symptoms of sharanagati or, or faith. And the main one is, is maintenance, that Krishna will maintain me. And more than anything else, it means my heart. That's the real maintenance. That's the real satisfaction. It is having the right consciousness. Krishna consciousness, Krishna bhakti rasa bhavato mati. What is Krishna consciousness? Mati, the opinion, the consciousness, the mindset. Sri Krishna bhakti rasa bhavato. 
the mindset of this devote this mood of Krishna Bhakti Rasa, of, of, of relationship with God that satisfies fully one heart, one's heart. Everyone who's listening this, we're listening this and we're doing everything else because we want to be happy. Well, this is happiness. Happiness is love and the highest love to us mint parama prema rup is to love everything, to love God, it's universal love. Therefore, let your own good qualities be your compensation for the affection you displayed for me at every hour. What you gave me is so great, I can't repay you. Krishna said that to the gopis, the pariyam, I cannot repay you. Because you're giving me something greater than anything I can give you. And what are you giving me? You're giving me unalloyed love. Emata stuti prabhu karena santoshe sunya vaishnav gana mahanandi vase. As the Lord offered prayers with great satisfaction in this way, all the Vaishnavas float in ecstasy because it, it, it's, it's a pure society and a pure society, their happiness is love. So when they see the happiness of someone they love, what to speak of Lord Chaitanya's mother and what to speak of the sentiments of Lord Chaitanya, they are Maha Nande Base, a base, an ocean of Maha Anande, of the greatest happiness. They're floating in the greatest happiness. And that's what love is. Love is the pleasure, that pleasure and happiness you get from someone else's fortune. Ejani avatirne prabhu narayana yakaneye ichatani kohina temana. Mother Sachi knew that her son was Lord Narayan, who had appeared on earth, and that he would speak whatever he desired. So she knew, but, but it never covered her motherly love. She knew sometimes. She knew that her son is God, but it never covered her motherly love. It just occasionally would come up only to inspire that motherly love. And the example is given, I saw this in India. When we first came, there was no gas. People didn't cook on gas, this was new. So it was coal or wood. So when you're cooking a feast and you have a big wok of 50 kilo, 50 gallons of milk to make sweet rice, you can't lower the flame. When you want to lower the flame, you have to pull out the wood. 
So what they do is they put it in a high boil and to prevent it from boiling over, they would throw in straw. And what's interesting, the straw would disappear, just a little straw, and then occasionally it would come to the surface. And occasionally it would come to the surface and disappear, if you've ever seen this. So that's analogous to the, the, the mood of, of Aishvarya in relationship to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from his mother or from, from, from uh, the, the mood of Mother Yasoda to Krishna that this may be God, it would only come up occasionally. And it would only increase that kind of love that they have. It would never come to the point of, 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 of reverence. It was always spontaneous love. After a few moments, Mother Sachi said, who is capable of understanding your words? The conditioned souls are like dead bodies helplessly tossed in the waves of ocean. All living entities in the ocean of material existence are forced in this way to act under the dictation of your looser energy. My dear son, I can only say that you alone know what is good for everyone. That's an interesting point, that God knows what is good for everyone. And I'm, I said before that I became interested in apologetics, which is, you know, rational defense of the faith, of a theistic faith. And I thought of this one argument myself, because um, I said this before, that the strongest argument against the existence of God is the existence of suffering and evil. Because God must have three qualities. He must be omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, and omnibenevolent, all-good. Now, if there's evil, then maybe he's not, he's either not potent, he can't do anything about it, or he can do something about it, but he's, he's not omniscient, so he doesn't know about it, or he knows about it and he's, and he's all powerful and he's all knowing, but he can't be all good because he lets it happen. So the argument against the existence of God from the existence of evil in the world is actually a powerful, it's a good argument. I don't think it, 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 it stands against other arguments for God's existence. It's like a court that, you know, there may be arguments on both sides and one side wins. But I, I thought of my own argument, and, and it would go something like this, that when we judge not understanding why we're suffering and why other people are suffering, and especially in terms of ourselves, why this happened to me, we're looking at a standard of faith, of standard of trusting in sublimity, that is false. We're thinking, why won't God be nice to me? Why, God, what, why won't God help me? Why won't he let me be famous? Why won't let me get mad? Why, why won't he let me have this? And, and when it doesn't happen or we suffer, 
then we question God. How can he allow this? He, 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 either he's not potent or he's not all-knowing or he's not good. But I would say God looks at things from a different standpoint. He looks at things, happiness, not in terms of things, but in terms of consciousness. So he's looking what actually elevates our consciousness. And that's what's good. So there's a, a, a dichotomy between our conception of what God's mercy is and what mercy actually is. And that's why Lila Velocini was here in my class the other day. Some of you know me and she, it, it, somehow it came up that there's this famous book that everyone in Vrindavan reads called Bhakti Mala. Bhakti Mala. I, so I thought while I'm here Bhakti Mala let me see what the book is about so this story about this one king the story about this one king that just unbelievably suffers Anyway, I, I, anyway this, uh, the point I was going to make is not, I'm going to go on with this. Anyway, um, my dear son, I can say you alone know what is good for everyone. That's why that question comes up. It comes up by Marajudasthir to, to, to Bishmadev when he's lying on the bed of arrows. And, and, and Yudasthir was just so good. He was Dharmaraj, he was the personification doing it was right. And he suffered so much. He lost his, you know, he suffered so much. Lost his wife in the gambling match, and, you know, so many things. Lost his kingdom, he suffered. And then when he finally, you know, when it was over the war, he had to kill 640 million people to be victorious. And then he saw so many of them were his relatives and the people he wanted to live his life with and they were on the other side. It's so confusing. And basically he asked that question to, to Grandfather Bhishma. Why did I suffer? And Bhishma Dave gave two separate answers that I think are relevant. One, that God is absolute and he's good. And therefore, when something difficult happens, we should bow our head. We should do three things. We should bow our head. We should respond to it with the, the appropriate response, which is called Dharma. And to apply that properly, we should accept, we, we should do it under the guidance of the, the mentors and teachers. And he said, if you do those three things, there's no cause for suffering, no matter how trying life is. Why? because then you extract the realization that elevates your consciousness that those circumstances were meant to give. And then the other thing he said is that you really can't understand the, the inconceivable will of the Lord, his plan to purify us. 
if we look what happens every life, and this is what's kind of scary, at the end of our life, God, by his incredible, unlimited intelligence and power without any effort, at the end of our life, God, through his, his agents, immediately assess what is the stock of karma that is stored because it can't all fit in one body. You can't be like the beautiful, most beautiful world person in the world, karma, and the most ugly person in the world, karma. The richest person, it can't all fit in. So you have that stock of karma. Then you have our deeds and desires in this life. And then God makes a choice. This is the body and karma that's due for this life, or it's an animal life. This, it's just the body. There's no karma. It's just, it's just the body. This is the experience one must have to elevate his consciousness. This is the, 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 what, what someone may have to elevate his, his consciousness. This is the, 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 and therefore what happens is, it's very interesting. There's a subtle material element called the false ego. And what it does is it delimits the consciousness to fit the particular karmic body that you have. And if you identify as man or a woman or ethnicity, a species, whatever. It it, 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 so it delimits it to a particular consciousness. And what's the whole purpose of it? It's to purify the consciousness. It's to purify the consciousness. And, if, and, and, and the first purification is, is to come to the point that we understand that we're dependent. We need to be connected to something higher than ourselves, a higher opinion, a higher choice. I understand that you do as you like, whether you circambulate, offer prayers or offer obeisances. On hearing Mother Sachi's words, all the Lord's devotees began to chant, Jai, Jai. Gorchandra appeared from the womb of, of Mother Sachi. Therefore, who can describe the extent of her devotional service? So the, who, can, who can estimate? that fortune. Even if one utters the word I, as, mundane, as a mundane word, by the influence of the word I, one will be freed from all suffering. And somehow it says this I is not the most respectful way to address the mother. But if one is addressing her with whatever 
language or ability one has, then it, it, it will elevate one. Mother Sachi became fully satisfied in seeing the Lord and the devotees lost external consciousness in ecstasy. Human beings have no power to describe happiness that was experienced there. It's like a young girl who's like three years old and, and trying to explain to her romance. There's just certain experiences that we have not experienced. And that's what he's saying. Human beings have no power to describe the happiness that it was experienced there because they have no because they don't have sufficient realization of it. And as I explained in my paper in Monday Morning Greetings about two days ago, that if there's another dimension that has more than two dimensions, it can only, if we try to describe it, we have to flatten it out, so to speak. We have to limit it to the dimensions that we know and we can express. So human beings, they have no power to, to, to describe the level of happiness that they were experiencing. When the greatly intoxicated Nityananda saw how happy Mother Sachi was, he joyfully floated in an ocean of transcendental ecstasy. Acharya Gosai recited prayers glorifying Devaki while offering unlimited obeisances to Mother Sachi. Devotees headed by Haridas, Varari, Srigarbha, Narayana, Jagadish, and Gopinath became so happy on seeing Mother Sachi's satisfaction that they appeared to merge in transcendental ecstasy. Okay, I, I'm kind of gonna end for today there. A little bit tired. I'll have to make another strategy where I can be more up. But because I fast on a codice, I took dinner. And yeah, so nice. One, one older lady comes to my class and uh, she just every morning brings prasadam. I just met her. She comes to class every day. Educated lady. Really, it's because she works in IT. She has two children that have grown up in America. So she can work online, but she lives in Brudge. She lives in Brudge. So she comes every day to class and, and, and brings a tiffin, which I share with Vikram and someone else that's here. Okay, Jamunajaya, any, any realization? Haribal Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you so much for class. I loved um, I loved the the whole all the bits about respect. And I really loved how you said I'm going to read it directly from my notes. You said that respect is to keep the conduit of the heart open so that the mercy of those ahead of us can come in. And I just I love that definite it's like respect is like I know what respect is, but that was really gave me such a clear I to to keep the heart open so that we understand that it's mercy that we're getting from I love that you said that those ahead of us, those are showing the way. So that was really beautiful. Learning but thank you, Maharaj. Learning means ahead of us. So there was a culture of respect. Mm. How yeah, in, in all respects. Okay, thank you. Anyone else? 
हरे कृष्ण महाराज सुरीता उटसाइड <laughs> and I take the sun. <laughs> never a couple there. Yeah. Oh yeah, show the ashram. It's such a Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I can't be a separation. I'm in Govardhan, but if I <laughs> I see where you're sitting now. Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Mahesh. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Himala Tarada. Hare Bo, okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thanks so much for class. Okay, okay. Let's see if Krishna, if Krishna gives mercy, maybe you'll be here in in Govardhan. Yeah, let's see. Let's pray for him. I took no. Sorry. Have you ever been to Jaipur? Yes, Maharaj. You have, well, I'd okay. love to go back. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Vikram. After the tour, anybody wants to go to Jaipur? And uh, yeah, okay, that would be lovely, Maharaj. So I took note of the greatest gift is a higher consciousness, Maharaj. So wow, thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, hope I see you here somehow or other. If it works out, it'd be nice. Me too, Maharaj. Until when are you going to be in India? Do you know, or you still? I'm thinking. I generally leave before Holi because I don't like the throwing of the colors. So it it means March because also I'm going to do a retreat in Colombia. Hopefully, I don't know if it'll work because we have two retreats. It's generally hard to fill up one, but you know maybe. Maybe we can uh, do that. Maybe you can go to both. Maybe on the way back from India, <laughs> then then stop there. Um, we'll see. And I'm seeing how it works because it was so nice having those retreats in Colombia. The, the last one you couldn't come to, but they were both so nice. But I, I'm pretty excited about you know Govardhan. I mean. It's Govardhan's the best location to get the Barsana and Andagram, and I think also what I like to do is 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 like have one program sadhus of Govardhan and have the devotees meet this Archamurti and this Jamuna Jivan and these different people who are so authentic and real, and they're very nice and do a program. Okay, anybody else? Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you very much for the class. This is Yasmin. Okay, I'll be expecting you and Govardhan too. Yeah, hopefully we are praying, Maharaj. <laughs> okay, try, try. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you okay. very much. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my obeisances. 
Hi, Bob. Good morning. Good morning from Brooklyn. Good evening. I, I wrote Karuna because she yes, said she, rec she recited word for word your email back to me. Uh, okay, because for the older daughter, <laughs> Vikram is really a cool guy. I mean, he was a designer mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And he, he was introduced to Swami's main man to do things. Mm -hmm. So he, he could kind of make sure they have uh, kind of a good experience too, kind of. Is Indrajinamara right. there in the Dom? He's there right now, but he, he, he got another extension. He'll probably leave at the end of December. Mm. I'm not sure when exactly he'll come back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're looking forward to this happening with Radharani's mercy, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Try to make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Then, when you get, then you can come to Columbia after two months, too. We'll see. About yes. That. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anybody else? Krishna Maharaja Tamala Vaishnava. Amala, you look like you're in Kovradhan. I thought it was some sadhu in Kovradhan. Uh, I wish I was. Nah, it's a little cold up here today, this morning. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. It's like 30 when I woke up. 30 degrees? Yeah. In your house? Uh, house is probably 40. The heat just kicked on, so it's maybe up to 50 now. You you don't look like you belong there. You look like you belong in India. I feel like I was misplaced. <laughs> well, you can replace yourself. I should. Hopefully, hopefully, also, we can work out that you can come, too. That would be nice. Yes, that would be wonderful. Thank you, Maharaj. You would be great. Over on right by the hill, going around every day. Sadhu culture, you know, That'd be okay. amazing. We'll Thank see. You. Okay, right, well, I really I'm trying to recognize who's this sadhu that came to my class. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Kishori Radha, and for you. Hey, okay, Hare well. Hare well. So you're going to send Priya to Govardhan? To me, <laughs> she's she's packing her bags now. Just checking her list. She's ready. She can come anytime. I'll put her with that Archer Murthy with all the animals. She'll love it. Perfect. This lady lives. <laughs> all right. This lady, this lady lives in her house with so many animals. Wow. So, so many animals. We'll send Priya over there. Then Priya can go with her every day when she goes to the different villages. And that's clean and, and, you know, serve the silos. Okay. Thank you. Right. Sounds good. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Akinshina Krishna Das. Oh, hello. I, I may come in for a day and I'll let you know. Because uh, Mukunda Marari is there. His, his mother-in-law just came today. Do you know that? She arrived safely. That'll work yeah. out. I, I can tell these people too, is that the person who is staying with me in the other room, I let him stay here, very close with him. His mother-in-law came down with cancer and they said, that's it. So she got initiated 
online. I was there because I'm very close with her. And then they decided to bring her to Vrindavan. You know, there's visa problems, everything. So there's a company, there's a company that arranges these things. And it cost to go from Moscow to Vrindavan $13,000 because you have to have six business class seats and they put them down and they put a bed and you have to have a doctor that comes with you. And just somehow, because he's preaching this one saintly Russian lady who has a business that I'll pay for everything. Initially, he thought it was 4,000, wind up 13,000. And then her daughter, Divya Shakti, couldn't come because her visa had to be extended, her passport. So this lady also came. And then they, they went to the airport and the ambulance comes to the plane. And then it, it was a whole ordeal. But I'd like to come in and probably see her maybe on like the 17th, maybe just give class in the afternoon and then see. I'll, I'll let you know. And then after Kartik, I'll come for a few days because my house has to be painted inside. So we'll go for a couple of days to Vrindavan. And you'll still be there? That's the plan, Marj, yeah. The, your visa thing hasn't come back yet? Um, I mean, there is a little bit of development about that I could tell you about. Um, let's see there, there there may be a plan i don't know if it's good to talk about it now but there, okay. there's there's yeah. some hope some kind of plan for that okay all right good okay anybody else hi krishna maharaj this is shrigandharvika shrigandharvika haribao nice to hear from you thank you sadhu you and Amala and all these guys, it's <laughs> its the whole sadhu thing there. Thank you for a great class, Maharaj. Your friend, Raghunath Pujari, he's going to come in and do a yagya here in Govardhan on Wednesday. Oh, wow. Very nice. And then he's going to do some things for me, and then I may go back with him. But if you can never make it out here, you know, you can spend some time with him and come out to Govardhan for two days. Govardhan will be the big retreat. Bhakti Immersion Govardhan. I made that acronym. I'm envisioning it, you know, in the morning we go out like easy, maybe halfway around the hill the first morning, the next day Barsana. Lila Velasini will help me, you know. You can get really so deep here. Mm. Sounds wonderful. All right. You'll have to see. All right. Are you Okay. Anybody else? Hello, Maharaj. Thank you for class today. Catalina, nice to see you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Good, good. I'm planning on coming there at the end of March, beginning of April. One way or another, if we have enough people for retreat, that would be nice. Okay. Thank you. Good to Wonderful. see you again. Thank you, Maharaj. Haribo. Haribo. Anybody else?
Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for wonderful class. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, I know who that is. That's this is Rangarani. Rangarani, Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Gopi Kishore. Hey, Gopi, you're by your treehouse? Yeah, I'm uh, staining it, putting like a paint coat, clear paint coat on it. Okay. It's a little cold. <laughs> Here it's still kind of nice, you know. Yeah. Okay, thanks for class. You're going to send Ram Sadowski to my retreat? Um, maybe next year. Okay. Oh, maybe Columbia this year. Your whole family can come to Columbia. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Namastaki is here. Thank you for the wonderful class. Hare Krishna. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, I'm gonna head out. Thank you. Oh, Henry, no, that's you. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. I just love that Potom Potomac River in the background. <laughs> okay, thanks, Henry. Okay, Vanchakalpa Sindhu, Jaka Sindhu, Vyavacha, Patita Ram.